Johnny Farnham to kick off our Monday afternoon. Good afternoon. 31 degrees on this Monday, Monday, February 7. So uh, if you're building or renovating your home right now and it's all running to schedule, lucky you. We've spoken about the shortage of workers and uh, maybe you've listened in and thought, hmm, what? think I'd be all right at uh, being a tradie or I know someone who would be good at the job, but where do I even start? Well, I'd like to welcome Renee Hindmarsh, who is the South Australian Skills Commissioner and a man we speak to regularly on the show, Will Frogley, CEO of Masters Builders Association for South Australia. Renee, welcome to the program. Thanks, Dave. Great to be with you. So I'd like to uh, talk to you about a program, VET. What can you tell us about it? Sure. So VET is Vocational Education and Training and basically that just gives you a nationally recognised qualification that's competency-based and that means that people have to demonstrate that they've mastered a particular particular skill as they go. It's a really practical, hands-on way of learning and it's a bit of an alternative to a university pathway for someone that does like that more practical, um, hands-on way of learning. And it's really focused on industry need as well because there's a really um, strong industry input into the development of VET courses. And, yes, it's a um, a, a really um, skilled-based way of learning. And we'll bring in Will Frogley here. Will, great to have you on the program again. We are always talking about skill shortages or product shortages. Um, we spoke last week about the industry booming, but is that uh, translating to job opportunities? Yeah, good afternoon, Jade. And it absolutely is trading, um, translating to job opportunities. Um, you know, we've seen building construction add an extra 5,000 people plus employed in South Australia directly. And it's also translating to an increase in the number of apprentices. So building construction is the uh, number one employer of apprentices in South Australia. And we've currently got more than 5,000 uh, uh, South Australians in training at the moment, which is, is really fantastic because, you know, apprenticeship is the, the first step to a long and um, well-paid career in in the building construction industry. And what kind of apprenticeships are most popular at the moment? Um, Definitely uh, carpenters, um, plumbers, electricians would probably be the top three, but there's also, you know, pretty high demand for bricklayers and cabinet makers and all kinds of things. So it's um, you're really in building construction. You you won't find an industry where there are more extensive career opportunities right now. So typically how much could you earn? Oh, well, the sky's the limit, really. Um, you know, uh, that's the other thing. An apprenticeship is really, op- an apprenticeship really opens up doors, um, you know, um, far beyond the actual, um, on the, on the tools job itself. You know, a lot of the most well-known building construction businesses in the state, um, are owned and run by, um, you know, former apprentices, um, you know, Scott Salisbury, uh, Homes, uh, Springs to Mind, Ken Hall mm. Plumbing. So, uh, you know, really, um, if, if it, it's a springboard to, um, the sky's the limit, really. Renee, I'd like to ask you about, uh, school-based apprenticeships. Are they a thing? Yeah, they absolutely are a thing, Jade. Um, so there's uh, a range of school-based apprenticeships that lead into the construction industry. And when we talk about school-based apprenticeships, that just means that you can start your apprenticeship while you're still at school, but you're also um, getting a qualification that counts towards your space. So you've got a pathway towards gaining that nationally accredited uh, qualification that we talked about, mm-hmm. that real-world experience in the workplace where you're getting paid to learn, which is fantastic, 
uh, and ultimately you'll qualify with a trade once you complete your apprenticeship. So what are the benefits of staying at school rather than leaving in grade 11 and doing a fully-fledged apprenticeship? Why would you encourage a school-based apprenticeship? Oh, look, I think it really keeps your options open. And, uh, you know, as we are looking at the changing nature of work, Jade, it's really about um, increasing people's opportunities for pathways throughout their careers. So this yeah. is allowing people to keep uh, keep those options open, gain the safe, but really um, get a jump start into the workforce and um, get that real-world experience and the ability to earn while you learn. If you'd like to ask Will Frogley, CEO of Master Builders, or Renee Hindmarsh, South Australian Skills Commissioner, a question about trades or apprenticeships or opportunities, or it could just be, you know, what the what the industry is like right now. You're sort of sitting at home thinking, oh yeah, I might might be interested in something like this. Give us a call. The guys are more than happy to answer your questions. Eight double two three double o double o. And Renee, I think it's really important, and and Will to point out this isn't just for for blokes. We're talking about either there's a real push for for females to join the industry as well oh that's absolutely the case and it's really being driven by industry itself so there's some really great initiatives that industry has um, been doing to make uh, construction a really um, attractive uh, proposition for someone a young person that might want to go into it or even a um, a lady who might want to go in slightly older into mm. the workforce as well so it's um it's a really great secure pathway and uh, I would encourage women who like to work with their hands to really think about it and I'm sure Will would agree. Yeah, 100%, you know, um, the skill shortages in our industry have been pretty well documented in recent times and, you know, we're really not tapping into half the population, you know. There's a, there's no reason at all why um, why women can't be tradies, and we'd like to see a lot more of them. And we're definitely out there promoting that as much as we can at Master Builders. And also, project managers, you don't necessarily have to get your hands dirty. I was a project manager on two projects that I did, and I mean, I did get my hands dirty every now and then, but I I loved being on on site. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, sorry, Will, I was just going to right. say, <laughs> women that are really interested out there, particularly um, women at school, young uh, young girls at school, there's a student pathways website that has some really great resources um, for those young girls and boys at school or their parents who are thinking about working in construction and what a career might look like. And so if you want to check out the videos and things like that that are on there, I'd recommend having a look at studentpathways.sa.gov.au as well. It's a really, really good um, place to start. So, Will, what's the demand for construction trade apprentices? Is it across the board or certain areas that are calling out for more than others at the moment? Oh, it's, it's absolutely massive in all in all areas, Jade. To be honest, I mm -hmm. mean, here at Master Builders, we employ about 150 apprentices, and you know, um, to be honest, our biggest challenge is is keeping up with the demand for apprentices. So yes. we're always we're always hiring, we're always looking for people who are keen to get into the building construction industry. I mean, a couple of trades really stand out that are in, in very high demand at the moment. You know, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, bricklayers would probably be the top four. Um, but you know. Um, like I said, we've, we've always got positions um, that we're looking for and you know, I think at the moment we've got about 20 uh, first-year apprenticeship positions we're looking to recruit for. So if anyone's listening to this now and, and wants to find out more, um, please give us a call at Master Builders. And I'd like to ask you what the pathway's like. So how many years and, and when do you finish up being fully qualified? At what point are you on the tools? Can, can you talk to us about what a, an apprenticeship looks like? 
Yeah, I mean, certainly uh, very early on in your apprenticeship, um, you know, your um, the supervision's uh, very, very high. Mm. Um, um, usually three to four years is what it takes to complete uh, an apprenticeship. Um, we've got a very high uh, completion rate at Master Builders that we're very proud of. It's about 98%, which is pretty much as good as you'll get in the industry. And we're really pleased with the model we run because, uh, because we're a group training organisation, we're able to um, match the apprentices with, with host employers. So a lot of host employers out there might think oh look I'd really like to have um, hire an apprentice but I'm concerned like if my work dries up in two or three years what happens then and our model enables um, to take that apprentice if the work does dry up for an employer and place them with another employer who does have work and that is really important because it keeps the apprentice engaged and motivated and they get a wider um, breadth of experience as part of their apprenticeship so I think Mm -hmm. that combined with the excellent uh, care that our field officers give our apprentices uh, is responsible for that really high completion rate. And Renee, I'd like to ask you what the benefits are for doing this VET program or pathway, obviously not just for the individual, but surely businesses can benefit from this as well. Oh, absolutely. The business um, can benefit it because they, um, well, for so many reasons. Firstly, it's a great opportunity to develop develop that skills pipeline. So you're really creating somebody who has the perfect experience with your particular business. And that's very rare, but it's fantastic. Um, so this is a really attractive pathway uh, for a lot of those trade areas. And also, sometimes businesses can benefit from those new techniques and the technologies that's used by the apprentice or the trainee, the training provider. So when they go off to pay for whatever training provider that they're using when they're off job, they bring those skills back to the workplace. And it's not just that they're learning for themselves. Sometimes that's a new skill for the business. And so they get to learn from each other, which is Terrific. And as Will was saying, uh, if you're not able to or not confident that you're going to have the whole suite of work for an apprentice, a group training organisation is a really good option for you and a really great benefit for all parties involved. We're talking to Renee Hindmarsh, who is the South Australian Skills Commissioner, and also Will Frogley, CEO of Master Builders. We're talking about the VET pathway, the Vocational Education and Training Program for... For apprenticeships, and if you're listening and would like to ask the guys a question, you can call in now, 8223-0000. Get ready to meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage medium SUV. We unleashed our imagination to give you dominating presence and commanding luxury. The Kia Sportage has a strikingly sculpted exterior and soft-touch leather interior. SUVs meet your master. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or head to your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Be part of one of the most important events in SA this year and get paid for it. The state election is March 19th this year and the Electoral Commission of South Australia need over 7,000 South Australians to help deliver democracy on polling day. So if you could do with some extra cash and want to be part of one of the most important events in South Australia, Head to ecsa.sa.gov.au and register to work at the state election. I thought I was too old to make new friends. You know, it's been a long time. I wouldn't know how. But when I moved to Aveo, I was thrilled at how welcoming everyone was. Now I play cards with my friend Jan, go line dancing with Lorna, and then we all meet up for happy hour on Fridays. 
<laughs> yep, I wish I'd made the move to Aveo sooner. There's never been a better time to take the first step to great retirement living. Search Aveo First Step today. If you're outgrowing your home, it could be time to select a granny flat. At Selector Homes, we've been building transportable granny flats for over 25 years. And now we can build them on a slab, which means your whole home and new granny flat are on the same level. No stairs and seamless living. Also, we can build to the perimeter of your block, saving you space. Fixed price, no hidden costs. Walk through the Haven Granny Flat at the Selector Homes Display Village. Port Wakefield Road, Burton. I'm Cathy Nagel, the Chief Executive Officer of Western Hospital, Henley Beach. Our recent patient feedback survey indicates a high satisfaction rate with the care and services provided at Western. Most people don't know they can request to be treated at Western by our remarkable doctors, regardless of where your referral or specialist wants to send you. It is your choice where you are hospitalised. Western Hospital, your hospital that cares. For more information on accessing our doctors, visit westernhospital.com.au. Hi, I'm Lachlan Harvey from Goldsboro Financial Services. A lot of people think that having a financial advisor is about managing money. It can be, but it's so much more than that. It's about having a trusted professional on your team to identify opportunities and help with critical decision making. So much has changed. There's never been a more important time to get financial advice than right now. At Goldsboro, we make that first meeting as easy as possible, whether it's over the phone, via video or in person. Check out goldsboro.com.au for more details. AFSL number 225330. Jade Robran on 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. Good afternoon, it's 19 minutes past 2 o'clock and Prime Minister Scott Morrison has just announced that the international border will reopen on February 21. There you go, Prime Minister's talking live as we speak. Now, uh, we've been speaking over the last few weeks about shortage of workers, particularly tradies and uh, really good ones out there. Well, there's a lot of opportunities. If you're thinking about uh, a career in the industry or perhaps thinking about a career change, then my next two guests, they're... uh, they're here to help. So if you'd like to ask them a question, 8223 0000, Renee Hindmarsh is South Australian Skills Commissioner and Will Frogley is the CEO of Master Builders. And they're here with us talking about trades and apprenticeships. And uh, Will, I'd like to ask you what sort of career opportunities and pathways are available through doing an apprenticeship? And I, I want to talk about also, it's not just limited to being a bricklayer, plumber or electrician. Uh, there's There's lots of others that we've been speaking about also. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, the opportunity to run your own business definitely has a lot of appeal for a lot of people, whether it's, you know, your own um, you know, plumbing company or it might be even your own um, you know, home building company. Um, it, re- it really gives you a great um, basis to, to leapfrog into pretty much anything you want to do in the industry. And Renee, we were talking about the fact that uh, doing the VET program is not just a benefit for the person that is doing it, but also businesses. Uh, what are the benefits to employers of investing in apprenticeships in their in their business? Oh, look, as I said before, it's really, um, I guess, in the first instance, about building that skills pipeline that's made especially for your business. So you get someone who has the technical skills that you want, but is also a really good fit for your organisation, and, and that's really fantastic. And you're helping foster someone's career in a way that benefits all of you. Mm-hmm. And there's also a whole lot of subsidies and assistances that are available for people that are wanting to do a construction apprenticeship as well. Okay. Um, so what are they? Um, Uh, a commencement uh, and a completion payment for Mm -hmm. employers. Uh, There's a wage subsidy at the moment. 
uh, you talked a little bit before about uh, adult apprentices and so there's support for those as well. And for the apprentices themselves, there's a tool allowance of up to $500. And also, which is something that's really attractive to apprentices at the moment, some free driving lessons to um, help them get to and from work, which is really important. So, yeah, there's so many and that's not even the entire list of that. Um, there's uh, industry-based initiatives as well, um, so uh, mature age supplements, uh, support for women in construction, the list goes on. So, um, yeah, there's heaps of opportunities to help businesses and the apprentices themselves at the moment. There's really never been a better time. So if you're a business listening to that, where can they go to, to I guess, get more information or, or apply for these subsidies? So I would have a look at skills.fa.gov.au or you can call 1-800-673-097. So that's skills.sa.gov.au or 1-800-673-097. Will, have you seen anything like it at the moment with you know the shortage of, of workers and the, and the demand out there? It's pretty crazy. So, you know, people who have been working in the industry for 20, 30, even 40 years um, often tell me they've never seen things busier um, than they are right now. So, um, you know, that's why it's so important that we build that strong pipeline of skilled labour, which Renee is talking about. So we have the people in the future who can build the, uh, you know, the homes, the offices, etc. that we need to have a quality lifestyle here in South Australia. And I think definitely, um, you know, this focus on apprenticeships by the state government is definitely one of the best things they've done since uh, being in. Um, you know, I think they've really listened to the industry and, and what they need. They've, mm. you know, in- invested a significant amount of time in promoting apprenticeships to young people more. You know, for so many years in schools, it was just all about pushing kids to go to uni. But, you know, if you're looking for a, a long, well-paid, in-demand career, you, you really can't go past building and construction. And, uh, and Renee mentioned the free driving lessons. That was something we we're really happy the government introduced because, you know, we'd identified that that was a, a key um, roadblock to a lot of people starting a, a okay. trade so that you know we had to turn away about 400 people in in two years just purely because they didn't have a driver's license so you know that's you can have a really great career in building construction but if you don't get your driver's license to start your trade you're really missing out so we were really pleased that they were able to make that uh, policy change. So, Will, how do people get over that hurdle if you're, you know, one of the youngsters starting out and you're on your L's? How, how do you get around those sorts of hurdles? Well, it's, it's pretty tricky because, um, you know, building construction is, you know, you have to go from site to site and, you know, you need transport. So uh, I think the um, certainly associate, there are socioeconomic reasons why a lot of um, young people can't get their licence. Okay. So um, definitely that funding that the government's providing to um, apprentices and would-be apprentices to help them get started, that really gets their foot in the door to start their apprenticeship and that really is the key to everything that follows from there. You've been in the industry for a long time. I'd like to ask you what you see as a benefit of learning a trade through the VET program? Well, I think it's just, um, you know, it gives you that um, nationally recognised qualification um, mm. where you're in an in-demand uh, industry um, that, uh, you know, the pay is good, you're working outdoors, there's great potential to run your own business and also, uh, you know, building construction is an industry where, um, you know, a very high percentage of people work full-time hours. So we often hear about, you know, the, the underemployment issues where people... Um, yeah, are working but they wish they were working a lot more hours but just can't get those hours. In building construction we've got one of the highest percentages of full-time work so that's yet another reason to join our industry. I think it's really important to mention too it's not just for school leavers, Any anyone can learn a trade really at any age. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. So I'll give you one example. Um, one of my mates who is, uh, plays out at my baseball club, he's 46 and he's a first-year plumbing apprentice and he's absolutely loving it, um, you know, um, and he, he knows that uh, whilst uh, learning apprenticeship will be hard yakka for a couple of years, that can really set him up for the rest of his career. So age is definitely no barrier. Good advice. We'll end it on that. Thank you so much for joining the program, guys. Thanks a lot, Jay. Anytime. Thank you. That is Renee Heinmarsh, South Australian Skills and Commissioner there, and Will Frogley, CEO of Masters Builders. And uh, if you'd like any more information, uh, you can head to skills.sa.gov.au. That is skills.sa.gov.au. Our guest coming up after the break is...